Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Joe McCall here. Hope you're doing well. We're going to get started in just a minute. I'm a little early and I'm going to do a little video for you. I think I got the right one. We'll see here, but um, I'm going to play this video here. Give Gavin a uh, minute to get I in. purchased Joe McCall's Simple Lease Option course. The course is very detailed. He's very thorough with his course. He offers a lot of help. Joe's the kind of guy, even if you go on there for five minutes, you're going to pick up something. Thanks, Joe. You taught us how to do this. I'm not all the way there yet, but I've made such progress, and I owe it all to you, your kindness, your knowledge. Very, very good class, Joe. Um, you covered a lot. You know, you spent a lot of time with this. You took your time. You were very patient. Joe has done an outstanding job of uh, breaking everything down. He explains everything. Hi, I was on a webinar today with Joe McCall. He uh, was very informative session today. He's a really down-to-earth guy. I want to take the time to say thank you to uh, Joe McCall, uh, to Gavin Timms, to the entire Joe McCall staff, uh, especially Dana. Um, you guys have all been wonderful. I just want to take the time to recognize Joe for such a great program. Um, coming into the program, I didn't have any knowledge of uh, lease options or uh, any sort of real creative financing. Wholesaling lease options by Joe McCall will equip any would-be investor with everything you need to get started. Hi, my name is Gary Brown. My wife Linda and I, we work with Joe, and we really appreciate his system. We believe that the things that he has taught us have really helped our business grow. I just want to give um, Joe and Gavin's lease option course a big thumbs up. Um, they're just so jam-packed of valuable information. Hey, Joe. Thanks for the courses. Loving the automated wholesaling. Getting a lot out of it. Hey, I just want to say thank you to Joe McCall. I took a couple of his courses, and I have learned so much. Just wanted to say thank you very much, you know, Joe, for what you did and, and put on. Uh, my experience with Joe has been excellent. Uh, I find his material and live coaching to be very informative and helpful. Joe was a great guy and gave us a lot of information for free. Good work, Joe. Keep it up. Gavin, how are you, man? Hey, how are you? I'm doing awesome. Hey, we're going to give people just a few more minutes to get in. I got one more video to share with you. These videos, these testimonial videos are brand new, so I'm super excited about sharing them. Um, so uh, watch this next video real quick, and we'll be right there. Don't go anywhere. Jim McCall's course is hands down the best. My wife and I, we run our real estate investing company. When we got Joe's course, it helped us do so many more. It was awesome speaking to Joe and Gavin. They're down to earth and they keep things nice and simple. They don't overwhelm you with information. Just wanted to uh, thank uh, Joe McCall and his team for the uh, challenge, the uh, five seller day challenge. It was very interesting, introspective. Joe knows exactly what you want to hear. And uh, he, he tells it exactly like it is. And he never, never gives you any false information. Joe McCall is the real deal. His products, his service, his information, and how he helps you get ahead is amazing. Joe's always talking about it as one of those uh, lifelong students. I've always buying courses and buying courses and buying courses, trying to learn the best ways of investing in real estate. Big shout out to the guy behind me, Joe McCall and his live marketing uh, mastermind class. Uh, absolutely mind blowing what he's presenting. Joe refers to these my maps, so his preparation is obvious. There are also audio only and transcript copies of each session available. It's a great, great value for a small investment. I want to thank Joe McCall and the team. Thank you so much for helping me get my business off the ground. I really feel confident. Joe, Gavin, I just want to thank you guys so much. Uh, we just completed the course. 
and we are well on our way. Things are moving really, really smoothly. We definitely recommend Joe's course, any of Joe's courses, um, to anybody thinking about it. Just go ahead and do it. You won't regret it. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, I'm wow. so excited about this. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah, this is awesome. We have not done... It, I want to say years. I think it's been years since we've done an evening class. So I'm excited. It's, it's been a while. I, I've done webinars before. Yeah, but yeah, but not a live live. Like you know, we like are this. live right today is Wednesday the fifteenth, seven o two p.m. Central Time, and so we got something really cool for you guys. We are going to be sharing with you how to make offers, right? And this is going to be an interactive group. We're going to be live for two to three hours. And, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. We talk about it on the podcast, we talk about it on the YouTube videos, we talk about it in all my courses. Like your speed to income is directly proportional to your speed of implementation. Okay. Your speed to income is directly proportional to your speed of implementation. We, you know, I, I heard this story originally from somebody who was talking about it. And this university did this large study and they looked at and they compared people that were making in these large international sales organizations. They're looking at people that were making under 30 grand a year. And this was probably 10, 20 years ago, under 30 grand a year and over $300,000 a year in sales commissions. And they tried to research and figure out what is the thing that differentiates them from each other. You know, what it was not, it was not their, whether a male or female, their, their, their ethnic minority status, white or, or black. It wasn't whether they're good looking or ugly. <laughs> it wasn't skinny or fat. It wasn't their age, young or old. You know what the one thing was? And it wasn't their degree and whether they had a college degree or not. The one thing that differentiated the people that were super successful and the ones that were um, not doing very well was their speed of implementation, how quickly they implemented what they learned, how quickly they followed up with leads that came in, how quickly they followed up with people that they sent. And so I started thinking about this. Like That is so true. The people that we know that are doing the best in this business, that are making the most money, are the ones that are massive implementers, right? Massive, imperfect action. And they're just making a lot of offers. And I thought, wow, wait a minute. How about this? Your speed to income is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make. Your speed to income. So you want to make a lot of money, got to make a lot of offers. And so we see a lot of people struggle with getting started because they're not making enough offers. And Gavin and I said, let's create a challenge where we can teach people how to just make one offer. All right. So you're one offer away from changing your life forever. And Gavin, you're muted. So feel free to interrupt me oh, anytime. Sorry, I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. Guys, you may just be one offer away from changing your life forever. Like, some of you have made offers in the past. Some of you are scared to make an offer. You don't know where to start. You don't, you're afraid to look like an idiot. And we're going to talk about these things here in this challenge on this first day. So you're in the right place. We're going to help you overcome your fears of making offers. We're going to show you how to make real simple offers. And some of you guys, you're going to make your first offer tonight. All right. And we've got some really cool prizes we're going to give away that are, are going to be awesome. We'll talk about that in a minute as well. But Everything is inside our Facebook group that we have, all right? So there's a few things here that you all need to understand. Uh, we are live right now across multiple Facebook channels and multiple YouTube channels. So I'm not sure where you're watching this, but we want this to be an interactive thing. So if you're watching this right now in Facebook or YouTube, please comment down below and just say hi. Tell us where you're from. Tell us what you're hoping to get out of this, but just say hi right now. Give us a thumbs up, like the video, comment down below, and we can see you like Scotty right here. Wow. I just want to say one more thing as well for the Facebook people. You've got to allow Facebook to show your name. Okay, so in the description at the top, you're gonna you'll you'll click on a link there'll be, and then it will say allow Facebook to display your name, something along them lines. So like Jane from Boston, I only know it's you, Jane, because you said Jane from Boston. So make sure that uh, the Facebook users, make sure you allow Facebook to, uh, to show your name so we can flash you up. There's going to be people here who have questions, and we're going to try to answer them as best we can, but we need to know who you are, right? Like Danilu has done that. We also got folks on YouTube. What's going on? Homes of Jerry. There are so many people here all over 
the world. It's, it's awesome. There's a lot of people here that we just don't know who you are, but from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And here we go. Somebody's ready to close a deal tonight. Literally have hundreds of, we have hundreds of people on right now watching this. So you might be watching us on YouTube um, or one of our Facebook pages and might not see that many viewers, but we're, we're broadcasting this over multiple different platforms right now. And so we have hundreds of people on and, uh, oh man, I can't, these comments are just flying through. I can't even, uh, I can't it's even awesome. keep up. Everyone's alive at night. I like it. Yeah. Oh, and Dana is not here, James. Sorry. <laughs> I wish she would. Raymore, Missouri. I used to live real close to there. What's up, Yvonne? I think Dana did come up. But she might. She's not supposed to be here, but she was watching for us for a minute. Oh, man. This, the comments here are lighting up. Mandy from Indianapolis. I'm only showing like 5% of all these comments that are coming in. So keep these comments coming in. All right. Now, a few things. If you're watching this somewhere else, like on YouTube or something, we're giving away a lot of prizes and all of the activity and the recordings of these videos are going to be in the Facebook group. So we have a Facebook group called the One Offer Away Challenge Facebook group. And to get there, you need to go to this link right here, theofferchallenge.com, okay? Go to theofferchallenge.com if you want to be eligible to win some of our prizes. And Gavin, we're giving away, what, some of my courses for free that I sell for 2500 bucks. We're giving away um, some free one-on-one, -on -one, a free one-on-one -on -one coaching call with us. Yeah, and we're also giving away. We're doing this really cool thing. We'll talk about it later. But a four-week accountability program that we're going to be selling. We're going to give away some of those for free as well. So to yep. enter into those prizes and to participate, you have to go to theofferchallenge.com because this is what we're going to do. We're going to be teaching you how to make offers, and we're going to give away these fan these these prizes are worth five ten thousand dollars or more. But you have to. What we're going to ask you to do is to make an offer and then post a picture in the Facebook group of your written offer. We want to see you in the picture too, by the way. So yeah, you know, we want to. See, and if you don't have your makeup on, put the offer in front of your face or something. But like, I'm just kidding. Or you can go live. Or yeah, go live. Facebook live. But we're going to give away some amazing prizes, and uh, we're going to be teaching you how to make three, maybe four different kinds of offers. Cash offers, lease option offers, owner financing offers, and subject to offers. So tonight we're going to be covering cash offers. And I just challenge you guys, make offers. And it's not that hard. You'll learn by the time we're done here, how within five minutes you can come up with an offer. We're going to show you how to find a house to make an offer on and how you can make an offer tonight. Even though it may be eight or nine o'clock at night, wherever you are right now, you can make an offer right now. So we're going to show you how to do that. And we're going to be giving away amazing prizes, but you've got to go to theofferchallenge.com. It's completely free. All right. So go there right now. Cool. Gavin, how are the comments going here? I wish Dana was awesome. with us. Yeah, I didn't uh, flash any up because I didn't know if it was going to move your offer. That's all right. Oh, but like, I am. Dana okay. said she is here. The House of Jerry's in North. Cool. Columbus, Ohio. And Sarah, what's up, all you all Ohio people? Look at this. Scotty made an offer 30 minutes ago and got it accepted. Love it. Nice, Scotty. Good job. You know, we'll share my mind map here in just a minute. There's one more announcement I want to make, and I'm hoping that we can make this work because I'm looking, Gavin, do you know if we have a simple VIP link? It's in I, the, was that you put it in the mind map? Well, I did, but it's not, it's a really long link. Uh, yeah. Oh, offer challenge VIP. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to put something on here, guys. We have a special VIP offer for you. Offer Challenge VIP. Let me create this right here. OfferChallengeVIP.com and will it show up? All right, there. This is a special VIP thing that we have for you guys. And the cool thing about this is we're going to be giving away... Good. Sam just texted it to me, actually, why I was asking. Thanks. This is where you're going to... We have a mind map, and I'll share with you this mind map in a minute. We are going to do an extra coaching call on Friday. I forget which time, but we'll tell you later. And we're going to also give away uh, for free, well, it's part of the VIP access, my offer calculator. I have a software called Automated Offer Pro, and I'm going to be sharing that with you here on these videos in this challenge. And it's a real simple tool that helps you create, it helps you determine the after repair value of the house, the value of the home. It helps you figure out repairs, and it helps you, there's two different methods for creating cash offers helps you create two different lease option offers and two different owner financing offers. And it gives you the proposals and the letters and the one-page contracts that you can send with your offer to the sellers. It's an amazing software. And one of these days, I'm going to be selling it for like 50 to 100 bucks a month. 
but you can get it for just 47 bucks if you go to the challenge offer challenge vip.com okay offer challenge vip.com awesome cool if you can somebody please type that link in the type these two links in the chat would you whether you're watching this on youtube or facebook type in please the offerchallenge.com. Maybe Gavin, you can do that for me as well. Cause I want people to be able to go to the comments and just click that and offerchallengevip.com. Oh, good. Dana is here. And she says, I'm on Facebook. Do you want me in Streamyard to help post comments? Yes, Dana. That would be awesome. All right. Offerchallengevip.com and theofferchallenge.com. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As well, Joe, I know you mentioned the extra coaching call, right, with the VIP. The reason is, guys, obviously we do have a lot of people watching. We are going to get some content here with just people still joining. And the reason that we're putting on that extra coaching call is so we do not miss any of your questions. So this was not just going to be a a coaching call where you actually sit in there putting questions in. You like to be up, be on screen with us, video on or off, depending on whenever you prefer. And you'll be interacting live with us to make sure that we cover anything that you need. Okay. Um, so I just want to throw that out there. That's why we put them extra things on to make sure that we get to every question. We are going to do our best every tonight and tomorrow night to do so, but it is a lot. Our feed moves so fast from different channels. It's hard to kind of keep up and, and monitor that. Right. And again, we're going to get this question a hundred times. So I'm going to answer it a hundred times. If you want the recordings of this, they're going to be in the Facebook group, but the recordings are only going to be up until Monday or Tuesday. I think we're going to be taking them down. So go to the offerchallenge.com to opt in. Cause then you go to, you'll get invited to the Facebook group and you can go there. And these, this video will be in the announcements section. And Dana, if you're watching this, would you, or Gavin, would you help Make sure the video that's being streamed now yeah. is added as a an announcement or a featured so it stays at the top. Okay. All right. So I'm going to um, share with you the mind map again that you can get at Offer Challenge VIP. Those of you that have been on our stuff before, you know I love mind maps and I love teaching this stuff because I'm, I can share with you a link to this mind map so you can use it for future reference. And we're going to be giving away a lot of links and stuff in here that uh, you can get access to. So again, Check out offerchallengevip.com. All right, now I'm going to share my screen and hopefully this works. Boom, look at that. Nice. All right, make it a little bigger there. Let me get rid of that logo on the upper right or make it like this. Is that better? The offer challenge? I like that. And uh, do we need a do we need a bottom? No, we don't. That's not going to work. All right, are we good, Gavin? Yeah, looks good. All right, so I you already- You could probably talked- go one bigger when you actually get into it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that good? Uh, that's better. All yeah. right. Again, you're you're going to get access to this mind map if you are um, a VIP member. All right. And it's a, it's a mind map that you you can just view it from a browser. It's not going to crash, or you're not you can't get in there and edit it and mess it up. This is something that we're going to be going through also as well. This is my software that I created called Automated Offer Pro, and this is where you put in a bunch of information about the property and it helps you come up with the after repair value, the cash offer, the lease option offer and owner financing offer, uh, which I'm going to recommend you, you get that. All right. Now we're going to dive into this stuff because this is so important. I mean, like if anything that we can teach, this is the most important part of real estate. I was just at the gym yesterday, Gavin, with some mutual uh, friends of ours, one of our coaching clients, Pamela and Steve. Don't call her Perry. Terry. Oh, shoot. Yes. I, I was thinking about don't mess. Don't call her Pam. She's Pamela. But then I get his name wrong. Um, Terry and Pamela. These guys are rock stars. They're in my backyard. All right. They're in St. Louis. And I'll share a little bit of this. And Gavin, you can probably tell the story better, but like great people, massive, massive action takers. And they're on our coaching calls. And Terry was telling me, Joe, sometimes some of the newer students, they reach out to me and they call me and they ask me questions like, what do you, how do you do it? How do you do? They're doing, they're going to do, what did he say? 87 deals this year, Gavin, in St. Louis. They're going to do 87 deals this year. Yeah. I don't know what their total profit is going to be on that, but it's really good. And so they'll get calls from our students saying like, well, is it really working for you? Like, is that, are you for real? Like, and what are you doing? How are you doing it? And he tells me these things. He says like, we just do what Gavin and Joe tell us to do. (laughs) 
it's yeah, not... no, they're, they're good. I mean, when someone follows instruction, right, and not that we have all the answers because we don't, but we do have proven systems that we operate in daily in our real estate businesses and, and what we teach, but it's much easier just to follow something that works, right? And I say to all my clients that are doing deals, like you're more than welcome to go and try something else or add something when you have something working. What you can't do is you're not making any money and you keep trying different things, right? You just have to stay on course and do what we're telling you to do because it actually works. Yeah, well, they just they just do it. Then you know what they do? They make a lot of offers. Yeah, They just make 100%. offers. When we're when we're dealing with a student or somebody new or somebody who's getting started and they're like struggling and um, you know there unfortunately there's people that have a lot of success and people that really struggle in this business and the there's way more people that struggle than people that are successful and do a lot of deals I mean honestly and I talk about this a lot probably five to ten percent of anybody who buys my courses actually takes it and implements it and does deals with it five to ten percent it's horrible it's a horrible stat. And I've, I've done everything I can to like help people do deals. And I don't know what else to do except this. And this is one thing when we're working one-on-one with somebody and they're just getting started or they're struggling and they're saying, man, I, what do I do? I, I don't understand. I, we always ask them this question. How many offers have you made in the last week? And nine times out of nine, that will tell us exactly what is wrong. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like, well, I don't know. I'm just getting started. And we're going to talk about some of the reasons why people don't make offers. And we're going to help you kind of bust those, all those myths into smithereens. But this is so important, guys, your speed to income. We've got almost three, we got 300 people on right now. This is awesome. Your speed to income is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make, plain and simple. And if you want to make money, you got to make offers. So we, you know, if you want to make money, work backwards, you got to do deals. And if you want to do deals, you got to make offers. And if you want to make offers, yeah. you got to talk to sellers. And if you want to talk to sellers, you got to do marketing. But so we we complicate this business too much and it doesn't need to be complicated. We often say wholesaling is easy. Wholesalers are complicated. We tend to complicate it. We tend to ask too many questions, too many what if questions. What if this happens? What if my offer's bad? Like, what if I look like an idiot? What if the seller accepts my offer? And then it's like, it's not a good deal. We're going to talk about all that. But I want you all to agree, and I, we want again, we want to make this interactive. We want you guys to participate. So please, right now, your speed to income is directly proportional to what? I want you to type it in the chat right now. Type it in the chat, and maybe you think we're full of it. Your speed to income is directly proportional to the number of offers that you make. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's as simple as that. And so we understand a lot of you guys may be afraid. And you, you're like, you're struggling with how do I make the offers? I know it's important, Joe. Okay. How do I make it? And that's what we're going to be teaching you now. So uh, the other thing I want to talk about here is th- this real important principle of momentum. All right. You should always be making offers. And anytime I have struggled in my business where my revenue has kind of dipped in my real estate deal business, in my information publishing, coaching business, anytime I've seen a dip in my income, it's because I've lost momentum and I've stopped making offers. Yeah. Right. It's so important to keep that momentum going. And it's kind of like I like to talk about it like a like a train. When you're when you if you have if you're on the tracks and you're pulling a train with a chain or something or a big rope, it's really hard to pull that train at first, right? But as you start pulling it and the momentum starts building, it becomes easier and easier to pull and then it becomes almost impossible to stop, right? So this principle of momentum is so important because it's not okay, it's not enough just to say, all right, I'm going to make 20 offers and see if this works. I'm going to make 100 offers and see if this works. You've got to be committed to it for at least three to six months. And I tell this to people all the time, it's so important. Like if you're not going to be committed to doing the marketing, talking to sellers and making offers for like six months, don't even start. Save your money, save your time, go do something else. You need to be committed to that because it takes that long sometimes to build the momentum. It takes three to six months to build the momentum. And this is why. This is why making offers is so important. And I wish I could slam my fist on the table, but I got a bunch of stuff on you. This is why it's so important because your deals are going to come from the follow-up, right? Nine times out of 10, you're not going to get that first offer accepted. Like Gavin, tell the story about how many deals we looked at that one 12 year period and uh, how many deals came from that first offer we made, that first interaction with the seller and how many came from the follow-up. Yeah, we did. 
58 deals, 54 came from follow-up. So we would have only done four deals. And that's probably within a couple of phone calls. That wasn't even like one phone call and done, right? So 54, that gives you like 93% on follow-up. And that is mainly the difference between if you're watching this and you've done one, two, three deals a year to you doing 50 plus deals a year is going to be in the follow-up. So you need to have the consistency, as Joe just said about momentum. I mean, it is a huge word that you should be doing every day. You know, some days it just isn't going well. And that maybe they're the days to have a rest, have an hour off, go and take a walk. But when you are winning, when things are working, that is when the momentum is building and you do not stop. Because what happens is, is especially in your phone calls and you making offers, is that you get better. Call one's a little shaky. If I was to line up now and just start cold calling, I might be a little bit crazy. We have a lot of people watching us live, nerves, a little bit, butterflies. But get me two, three, four, five calls in and now I don't even care because the momentum is building for me. Yep. And that's exactly the same in your offers. When you get good at making fast offers and understanding the positioning and when to offer what, it only becomes quicker and you can do more of them. And then the deals start coming, the contracts get signed, the more money is in closing, the more checks that are being written to you, and now you're off to the races. And, and as Joe said, and we have the same problem, if we stop, right? It comes to a halt. And uh, and we have that in the education. Unfortunately, in the real estate business, they have the systems and everything. So it keeps going without me. But I'm the first to admit, if I stop in what we're doing now, if I don't show up or Joe doesn't show up, then we don't get anywhere, right? Um, so it's, it's exactly the same. Here's Scotty. His partner closed on a deal that uh, she called on for five years. She was following up for five years. So this is when making offers makes it easier to follow up with. Because then when you're calling sellers and you're following up, you're like, hey, Jim, how you doing? Joe here. Probably don't remember me. We talked a little while ago. But I'm just following up on that offer. Mm -hmm. How's your, how's your, how's it going? Have you sold the house yet? Okay. So you've got to make the offers. And this is something your competition is not doing. If you're in a competitive market, I don't know, Nashville, Denver, San Diego, wherever, every market is competitive right now. Every market is super difficult, okay? Don't think that your market is special or different or more competitive than everybody, anybody else's. It's not. They're all competitive. It's a hot market right now, okay? Yeah. But here, you if you want to stand above your competition, even in the competitive market, you need to do what nobody else is doing, or at least very, very few people are doing. You need to make more offers. Because I'm telling you, even if you're a beginner, you have no money, and you're competing against these big companies that are doing tons of deals, you can do just as many deals as they do. What's the difference? It's the number of offers they make. So you can do offers. I'm mean, going to show you how to make offers. So, so important to, to really focus in on this. And, and this is the most important thing here, make offers. And we're going to challenge you, believe it or not here, we want to challenge you to make an offer to every single seller you talk to. One of our rules for success is to talk to five sellers a day. You can talk to five sellers a day, you will get very rich in this business, all right? Yeah. Talk to five sellers a day and then make an offer to every seller you talk to, at least three, okay? Make an offer to at least three sellers every day. You think about that. That's 15 offers in one week, right? And then after a month, that's 60 offers in a month, right? Chances are you probably or might not, you maybe will do a deal that first month. But guess what happens next month? Now you make another 60 offers and you're going to follow up with the previous 60 that you made offers yeah. on, right? And then guess what? The next month, we're to, this is all about momentum. I'm talking about the momentum. Now the next month, you're going to have 120 offers to follow up with and another 60. So that's 180. And you see, as this keeps on growing, as you're disciplined with this, as you're making offers, you are going to get overwhelmed with deals, which is a good thing. Yeah. Right? Then that's another thing you're going to need help with. And we'll coach you on that. Like, how do you manage all these deals now? Well, that's a good problem to have. Mm -hmm. Make an offer to every single seller you talk to. And we're going to show you how to do it really, really quickly and easily. But that's where the momentum comes in. You're pulling that train is really hard at first and you're making offers and it's frustrating and you're making mistakes, but that's okay. You're making massive, imperfect action. You're failing forward fast. You're not, and this is why I brought up Pam, Pamela and Terry because of this. The reason why they're so successful is they just do the stuff. They don't question it. They do it. They take massive action and they'll, then they know they'll figure it out. So make offers every single day. 
You want to add anything to that? Absolutely. No, I mean, he did. Uh, it, that was great. Um, but and the more the more offers that you make, the more you have to follow up on, right? Yeah, when we know this is a follow-up business. And, and when I work with people one-to-one, you know, it's not what they want to hear. I get it, right? But we're not here to try and sugarcoat. You want to get results. So we say and make 15 offers a week because you should be if you want to get results, right? No one said just make one offer a month and and, and, and do all these deals. It's not going to happen. I wish it, was, it would, right? So when co- coaching clients come in, the first thing we have to do is change the mindset, right? The mindset to, well, how quickly do you think I can get paid? How quick do you think I can do a deal? And if our energy goes into the outcome of things, we're never going to hit the target, right? So we have to reframe that and say, this is what I want you to do today. I need you to make three offers, So I need you to have five conversations. So we need to do enough marketing for you to have five conversations and you to make three offers today. And then you're going to do that tomorrow and Wednesday and you're going to do it every single day. And guess what's going to happen? The results will automatically happen by doing that. And don't worry if it's 30 days or one day or a week or six months. It's going to happen. If you can build that and get in the right frame of mind and stop focusing on the outcome and focus on today, then you're going to get more done. You're going to be more productive in your day. You're going to get them offers out, and it allows you to actually follow up on offers that you've made. Yeah. All right. Um, Stop quitting. (laughs) you got to be consistent in this business to make any money. Now, let's talk about why people don't make more offers, because there's a lot of reasons why, right? A lot of people are afraid they're going to get it wrong, or they're afraid, man, what if my offer gets accepted and it's too high? I think, I don't know if it's like a 50-50, like, I'm curious to you guys too. And by the way, I want you to write down in the chat in Facebook or in YouTube, wherever you are right now, write down why aren't you making more offers? All right. Maybe you haven't made your first offer, or maybe you've dabbled in real estate over the years, but why aren't you making more offers? What is it that's blocking you from doing that? One of the things that we see, and and I wish we could say your your answer would be anonymous, but Dan is saying he's short on leads. That's a great reason. I'm not sure what to do after the offer is accepted. I made an offer. Oh, this is real good. Let's just put this up here. I made an offer and I realized it was too high. I didn't know how to scale it back. Let's talk about this because again, Mm -hmm. it's a common problem. What if I get the offer wrong? What if it gets accepted and I'm offering too much? This is really important to understand. All of our offers are contingent on an inspection, okay? And during that inspection period, you have a period of one or two weeks. To inspect, and it's also many times our offers are contingent on financing. Okay, uh, it's normal in real estate when you're buying a house to make it contingent on a final approval from your bank, right? When you're getting a mortgage to buy a regular house, it's it can be the same thing in real estate. And this is why we make offers so fast. This is why we make offers on houses that we've never even seen yet, that we haven't been to. We see it online, but we can make offers fast because we know that we have this little window of opportunity. So. Let's say you make an offer and you do, it gets accepted and it is too high. That's okay because you can go back to the seller and renegotiate or cancel the contract. And it's, don't feel like you're going to be, go ahead and hide the comment, Dana, if you can, and bring up any others because there's a lot of good reasons here, right? And I want you to just keep on typing them in because, well, that was a good one from somebody just posted. I got to stop looking at the comments because I'm getting, I'm getting distracted. They're so good. But like, you can go back. And so you can go back without looking like an idiot either. You could say, listen, I'm sorry. I call it the three R's that you could blame. Uh, blame the numbers. Like the market won't bear this. Blame it on the three R's. The first R is resale value, right? I, we're not going to be able to sell it for as high as I thought I would. The retail value, the resale value. Uh, the repairs are going to be more than I thought it would be. I sent my contractor to go look at it. I sent some of my partners to go look at it. And... Um, it's going to need more work than I thought it did, okay? And the third one is the rent. So resale value, repairs, and rent. It's not going to rent for as much as I thought it would rent for, all right? These are all valid reasons. And so one of the re- things that we do with our coaching clients is like we partner with coaching clients on deals. And if they if they bring us a deal, we're going to look at it and know pretty quickly, maybe, whether it's a good deal or not. And if we won't mm-hmm. partner with you on that deal or if we won't buy the deal from you, then it's not a deal that you want to buy. But one of the best things that you can do is you start doing more and more deals is you're going to find buyers. You're going to find investors that are looking to buy these deals. You're going to find uh, other wholesalers and investors that are willing to partner with you on these deals. And you can send these deals out as soon as you get it under contract, as soon as you get an offer accepted, put it out there into the community. 
And they're going to tell you, that's a smoking hot deal. I'll buy it. Or they're going to say, ah, that's, you know, that's not a good deal. And so then you can, from that feedback, you can go back and renegotiate or cancel the contract. All right. So don't be afraid of making offers because it might get accepted. Even if you make a mistake, you can still get out of it during that contingency period. Does that make sense? In my, when we we're buying and selling vacant land right now, five to 40 acres in our contract, because there's more due diligence that sometimes you have to do. And it's harder to get information from counties and rural areas. We give ourselves three months to close. Okay. And our contingents, our, our contingency is just based on us on um, satisfactory due diligence. That's it. Right. So technically I have three months. If I can't find a buyer to flip that property to, I have three months. Does the sooner you do that, the better, but does that make sense? What I'm saying there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what are, you're looking at these comments, Gavin? Is there anything that you want to? Yeah, I mean, about? there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good, good stuff, and I think you know the fear is going to be the main thing. And I guess a lot of these things here, all that we have on the screen, come down to fear. Whether it's you don't know what you're doing, whether it's a small market or you can't find money, it's still the fear that's holding you back on why you aren't making that offer. And as soon as you can overcome that, right, and there's so many ways to overcome it. You have uh, wholesalers in your market, okay? You can reach out to us if you get a contract. There's people local, there's realtors, there's property managers. There's so many ways to find buyers, right, to, to help you. And Joe's exactly right. When you look at the worst case scenario that can happen is that you back out the contract. Now, we're not here teaching you to back out of contracts, but and I don't want to turn this into a sales call, but if, if it is tight, if the numbers are tight, and I know the numbers are tight, and I try and get the seller down on a cash deal, and he won't go down, he or she, and I settle at their number, I already am leveraged. Let's say that I'm going to make, I want it at 70, and they are there at 90, okay? And they won't budge. I'm going to say, okay, we'll contract it at 90, We might be able to make it work. I think the numbers are a little tight. All I'm doing then is that when the buyer comes in and wants to pay 90,000 or 85, just like I thought, there's no, they're already expecting that renegotiation, right? That I can use in my favor. So the sales cycle will definitely help you in as you get more advanced in making these offers. Um, But the, the thing is, is that you have to start striking because your fear is going to stick with you every single day and you're still going to be in exactly the same position, right? And the ones that are letting go and letting loose, and that was my biggest fear. So I'm talking from sheer, uh, uh, the, the same thing that I had. I was coming from England, scared to get a contract signed because I haven't got any money. Or what if I can't buy it and they make me buy it and then I don't have any money? Well, what happens to me then? So I had the same things. So when you get the right education and understand what it actually means or partner with people that know what it means, then then it takes that away. And that's exactly what I did. And I'm telling you now, I was like a different person when I when I removed that and I brought a partner in that was going to go on the contract. I was just like an animal on that phone. I was just going pounding, pounding, making offer after offer because it just fulfilled. It just moved that mind shift of me just going, Oh, what if this happens? Oh, I was almost going in every day. Just think of how stupid this is. I went in every day hoping I wouldn't get a contract signed because then I didn't have to deal with the fear. (laughs) How silly is that? I've done that before when I was first getting started. I often tell the story. I was a professional student for three years. Like overanalyzing deals. And we're going to talk about that here. Like, well, okay, we need to move on. But like all of these objections that are coming up, I love it. And these are easy to overcome. And we're just going to kind of go through this list here. What if I underestimate the repairs and overestimate the ARV, like the after repair value, right? Mm -hmm. Again, you can go back to the seller and renegotiate. You have that contingency window. It could be one to two weeks, two to three months. Okay. Now, the sooner you figure that out, the better. I mean, you should know within one or two weeks whether you can actually buy that contract or not. But it's normal to have to to renegotiate. If you, you know, you shouldn't renegotiate at the last minute. There's some guys that do that. We don't recommend doing that. Yeah. Right. But and- you're gonna have questions like, well, what if I can't see the house? What if it's you know three hours away? I don't know what condition it's in. We're gonna talk about that here, but it's that's an easy thing to overcome. A lot of times when we make offers, we're looking at what are investors buying properties at. And that's really going to show you free ways to do that. And you're going to make an offer in that price range and maybe take that price range minus 10, 20 grand. And you know, well, investors are buying similar houses in this price range. I'm going to offer 10, 20 grand less 
And chances are really good those guys that bought those properties in that little price range there are going to be buying more. So it's really easy with the internet these days to find comps, right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you've seen the house. And then again, what if you see the house and it's completely trash? It's burnt down. One time we made an offer on the house and it looked fine from the front of the house. The, the seller actually put a picture of the front of the house on Facebook Marketplace, I think it was. Called the seller, made an offer. They said, yeah, sure. Come and see it. My my partner with a local uh, wholesaler, he went to go look at the house. The back half of the house was completely gone. There was a fire, all right? And the front of the picture, the picture of the front didn't show that. And he got there and said, uh, Joe, I'm actually standing in the house right now. <laughs> and I'm looking at the blue sky up above me because the back half of the house would burn down. So what do we do? Well, we just go back to the seller and say, hey, uh, you didn't tell us there was a fire. Uh, okay, whatever. So we just, I don't remember on that deal what happened, but we just went back to the seller and said, you know, we can't offer this. We can still buy it, but we're going to be like way down here. So one mm. of the ways that you can, if you haven't seen the house yet, you can find local wholesalers to partner with to go look at the house. You can find local realtors that can go look at the house for you. The sellers can take pictures of the house and send you pictures. So there's lots of different ways. I've hired people from Craigslist to go look at houses and take pictures for me. I know one guy who hires Airbnb drivers to go look at houses and take pictures of them for him. Okay. Mm -hmm. Similar, you know, well, what if the house is in a small virtual market and I can't get good comps or, um, you know, obviously I can't go see the house cause it's way far away. It's in a virtual market. Again, same thing. You can get local realtors to help you. Mm -hmm. You can get the owners to send you pictures. You can hire people to go look at the house for you. There's a lot of ways to get around that. Okay. Good question from Brandon. Let's answer this one real quick. How do you cancel your contract? You just say cancel out loud. You send the, the seller an email or a, a letter just saying, yeah. hey, we're canceling the contract. It's not a big deal. All right. What if you can't find buyers? Uh, we're going to talk a little bit later about how to find buyers in advance because you need to know what your buyers are willing to pay for these properties. But finding buyers is easy. The same with the money. Finding the money to close on these deals, easy. If you've got a good deal, there will be buyers banging on your door, begging to buy your deal from you, all right? Mm -hmm. So finding buyers is easy. That's not going to be what we're talking about in this offer challenge, but we've done a ton of free YouTube videos and podcasts about how to find buyers. They are on the internet. They're, they're easy to find. So, you know, and if you can't find a buyer, find a local investor that's doing deals in that market and partner with them. They have buyers that they can bring to you and partner with you. And, and, We'll buy your deals. If you've got a good deal, we'll buy them. Okay. All right. Anything you want to add to that, Gavin? I, I do want to say one thing because I know we've got to get on to, to making offers. But here's the thing. When, when we talk about fear and mindset, it's all about positioning the way that you look at things, right? So people that would say, you need to go out and get face-to-face -face with a seller. You need to go and see the house. You need to know what the repairs are, right? The people that say all them things. Okay. And that's an opinion and that's fine. Now, here's the way that I would look at it when I started, okay? I didn't want to go and see the house because I didn't know anything about real estate or repairs. If I go in the house, I thought that I would need to know how much a roof was, how much paint was, how much carpet, what I needed to do with this, and is there electric up to code? I didn't know any of them things. So in my mindset, I'm better off not going to the house and dealing with it over the phone than going to the house, right? So you can, it's all about justif justifying in your head what you're trying to do. That's what it's all about. So to, for you to say it's okay with what I'm trying to do, so you feel good enough to be able to move forward and act on whatever it is that you're trying to do. And that's what I got good at was to try and go, what am I actually, what is the fear which was getting the contract signed? I'll talk to anyone, I don't care. But it's a fear of getting the contract signed. So I put things in place that allowed me to get over that and it changed the game. And I want you to do the same things. Like I said, I just gave you a few tips there on the virtual side. You go off what the seller tells you. Now we know the seller 99.9% .9 of the time is going to lie. I'm not bothered about that because I've already built the buyer spread in. I've already built my wholesale fee in. I've already done a quick estimate, which we're going to teach you right now on how to actually do the repairs based on what the seller's saying. So guess what happens in my re renegotiation? If I send a buyer out on a contract when the seller said it didn't need a new roof, it doesn't need this, it doesn't need that, it just needs a paint and carpet, it's a great house, blah, blah, blah. 
And then all of a sudden my buyer goes out and says, well, I can see the sky from the kitchen. I can see this. I can see that. All I'm doing is using what he's telling me and going back to the seller and renegotiating that based on the repairs or the things that they missed, the misinformation that was given to me. So if you learn that positioning, that's how you're actually going to get renegotiations done when it's actually the seller's fault, not your fault, because you've already built your spreads in. So what my point is, is that if you can learn this and understand to go, what am I actually fearful of? And you can come over that and put things in place then you're going to go like from here, you're just going to go 10 exit and, and really get going on this. Because guys, if we are not making offers, I'm telling you now, we are never going to, you're never going to make any money. I mean, it's literally a fact. I mean, you have to make an offer to, uh, to, to make money in this business. And that's where this yep. challenge, and that's what we want to hope to, uh, to get you to. So you don't have buyers or your buyers aren't buying. The buyers are everywhere. And pretty much there's there's really only two reasons if you got a deal why you can't sell it. Number one, it's overpriced, you're asking too much, or you're not marketing it the right way. Um, so it's easy to find buyers. Forget Get that out of your head. The same with the money. If I don't have the money to close, get that out of your head. There are so many people that will lend money on good deals right now, okay? We will lend money on deals if you're working with us. We partner with companies. If you go to your local real estate clubs, there's people there that will lend money on deals. They're everywhere. Some of you, I'm looking at the comments here. You said things like, I can't find leads. Well, we're going to show you on tonight how to find leads. And in fact, I forgot to mention this before. Some of you guys, we told you we'll make actual real offers tonight as part of this offer. So if you've got a deal that you would like us to look at, please type in, and Dana, if you're listening here, help us with this. If you're looking at, if you've got a deal, you want us to look at it, evaluate it, and make an offer please type in the address of the property in the chat, whether you're on YouTube right now or Facebook, wherever you're watching this, and put your name in there as well. So like in one comment, not don't make it like five comments because then it gets split up with a ton of other ones, okay? But type in one comment, your name and the address of the property. Okay, good. We got one right now from in Monroe, Wisconsin. So Dana, if you could please don't put them on the screen yet where you can, but like put them in a note or something that you can send to me, maybe a Google Doc, and then text me a link to the Google Doc or text it to me so that we can, um, a Google Doc might be good too, so that Gavin can look at it while I'm talking or whatever. All right, so we're also going to show you guys how there are tons of deals, even in this hot market, right under our noses, all right? Some of our students that have been doing this a long time are having their best years ever, even in this hot market, all right? having their best years ever. Well, we're going to show you how even just going to Zillow or Redfin, there's deals right now that you can make offers on. We're not going to teach about marketing, but there are so many ways right now where you can get leads, you can find deals, even on even on properties that are already listed on the MLS. There are deals on the MLS right now. A few weeks ago, a couple, three months ago, um, I was teaching this kind of stuff and I went to Redfin and I went to Louisville, Kentucky. And I looked up properties that have been on the market over 30 days that needed a lot of work, all right? Found 150 of them or something like that. And one of them, I sent an email to the realtor. They had a, it was listed for 100 grand. And I said to the realtor, I'm, I'm an investor. I'm looking to buy some more property in this area. Would your client, is there, are they negotiable on their price? Would they consider something maybe in the sixty dollars to $70,000 price range? And the realtor said, yes. Okay. And this is a property on the MLS for millions of people to see on Redfin, right? And I just asked the question. It was listed for a hundred. And I asked this, the realtor, would your client consider something maybe in the 60 to $70,000 range? All right. Now this is a property that's six hours away from me. What was the first thing I did? Called up a local investor that I knew in the area, told him about the deal. And I said, Hey, listen, I think I got a deal. Can you go look at it? We'll just split it 50-50. Guess what he said? Uh, yeah, it was a great area. I'm getting just initially with that initial email, I'm getting, what happened to the seller? The seller was tired of it sitting on the market. They wanted that thing sold yesterday, right? They were probably tired of getting all these code violations from the city. They were tired of neighbors calling them and emailing them and complaining about this, this property that was needed needing work. Um, they got tired of paying the taxes. Maybe they got tired of paying a mortgage payment on a vacant house, right? They were done. They wanted to get rid of it. They told that agent, just just get rid of it. Price it whatever the next person that offers makes an offer, okay? We just made the offer at the right time. So there are hundreds and hundreds of properties in your market right now 
that you can start making offers on. Okay. But we're getting a yep. lot of properties here. So that one in San Antonio might be good. Dana's adding them. just sent as a Google Drive. Okay, nice. Thank you, Dana. All right. Some of you are also thinking, well, what if the property is listed with a realtor? I'm 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 an investor. I'm a wholesaler. Um, you can still wholesale deals that are listed with an agent. The MLS is not dead. Look for properties that have been listed for over 30 days. I'm going to show you later too how you can find properties that they the realtor actually puts in the listing. Seller is motivated. Yeah. Make an offer. There's a lot of properties that need updating. They've been on the market for 60 days. There's a lot of properties that have tenants in them. You know how hard it is to sell a property with a tenant in it? it that you know, It's hard to go in and see the property. It's hard to, uh, it's probably going to need a lot of updating. Your retail buyer, your owner occupant is not going to want to buy that house. It's only an investor that's going to want to buy it. So make offers. You get, I'm, we're taking away your excuses for why you can't make offers. There are buyers out there. There's money out there. There are realtors out there that will help you. And it doesn't matter your experience level. Because some people are afraid, like what if the seller, especially on a creative financing or a lease option deal. Some of you are afraid of like, what if the seller asks me about how, many, how much experience I have or how many deals I've done before? It doesn't matter. You know, Gavin, tell the story again of where you were, um, you, you know, you, you didn't have any money for marketing. You went to the local real estate club and yep. you just started following up with other people's old leads. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly it. I went to a meetup. I went on to meetup.com in Phoenix and I put investor meetup. There was one that evening. It was a Tuesday. I remember it like yesterday. And I called the guy up and said, like, do you mind if I go to this meeting? He's like, yeah, it's open to anyone. Of course you can go. So I did. And then from there, you know, from networking, uh, I started working. I uh, met a lady the next morning. I started working. She gave bought me a spreadsheet of 60 dead leads, dead leads. She can't do anything with them. And she's like, do you want to work them? You never know. There might be something in there. And I was like, yeah, of course I will. So I just sat there, called them one at a time. Within seven days, I got two, two under contract. That was my first two deals I ever did. I made 1500 on one, probably 2000 on the other. But it could have been $10. I mean, the, how much it meant to do the first one to understand that it actually worked and I could do it. I mean, and, and I'm there networking and understanding and that people could do it, right? I, I always say when people join our coaching program, like these are kind of the bigger players in the group. So these are the ones that you need to mirror and follow on what they're doing because they're doing what we've told them to do and they're getting success and you need to do the same thing. And that's what you need to do when you're going to your meetups and you're networking is follow people that are actually successful, right? You cannot listen to your next door neighbor that put one bandit sign out on the street corner and never got a call. And he said, this doesn't work. You've got to stop with the negativity and yeah. focus on what works are actually making money. Well, you will I'm never meet an entrepreneur or a real estate investor that will ever tell you that you can't do it. Never. Never will they. But you will go and get the nine to five that's had a couple of bandit signs, done three letters, made one offer in three months, tell you it doesn't work. And you've got to pick who you follow, right? And when we could go into this about the five closest people around you, and these are important things because you're going to get a lot of negativity when you start a business on your own. doesn't matter if it's real estate because it's not the normal right? I was on and one thing I will say, because this is important. I was on a coaching call today. We're talking about college, right? How you go to college and you get three to four years to get a degree. But why do people want to come into real estate and do it in one week? Makes no sense, right? You, it takes time to learn, okay? I challenged someone else that said real estate's really hard at the start. Any job you go into is hard at the start, right? <laughs> As an engineer, if someone says you're an engineer, the first three months would be hell until I understood what I needed to do, and then it becomes easy. And it's the same with this business. So if you apply yourself, all you should be asking of yourself, guys, really, is three to six months of your life to change everything. And it yeah. all starts with one offer, okay, and you build the momentum on that. And if you can get that, you're going to be sitting here listening from this call, hopefully, in, in months to come, weeks, months to come, going, you know what? I actually applied myself and did it. And I got results. Otherwise, you don't want to be the person that said, oh, I've been in education for three years. And if you are, let's not say four years next year, right? Let's change that now to get results. There's plenty of deals to go around. There really is. That's why we call this the one offer 
challenge. Like you're just one offer. The one off, the first offer is usually the hardest. And there's going to be times when you're looking at a deal and like, I don't even know where to start. Well, that's okay. Make an offer anyway. Make an offer. And I will, I'm going to leave you with one more because this one's good. If you got to be thinking this, if you don't make an offer, someone else will. Uh Okay. If you don't make an offer, someone else will. If you don't pick up that deal, someone else will. Because I'm coming, if you're in my market, I'm going to be coming right behind you, right? Because I want the deal. My team wants the deal, okay? And that's just the competitiveness of it. So you've got to be thinking, make offers, because if you don't make it, someone else will. Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you a story of my first deal, all right, real quick. The lady called me begging me to buy her house. I said no, because <laughs> I sent her a postcard for a property that was in an area in St. Louis called Webster Groves, Kirkwood area. And I did, she had a house that she wanted to sell in uh, uh, Warren, Warrenton, which is like 30, 45 minutes outside of town. Now, I told her no, because I couldn't get any comps, okay? But my back was against the wall. I was frustrated with spending more money on education than I was making in real estate, all right? And then... I looked online. It had listed, it was listed and expired the year before for 140 grand. I had no comps. It was a three family. All right. I couldn't go in and see the house if I wanted to. The, there were tenants in there that were week to week. This lady was just frustrated with the house, needed too much work. She needed the money. She just wanted to get out of it. And her, she inherited this property, did not want it anymore. And the tenants were paying her cash every week. She had to go knock on their door every week. None of them had phones. She couldn't call them. She had to knock on the door to get the to get the rent in cash. She just was done with it. And I, I'm thinking, what do I do? I was scared. I was nervous. Like, what if I make a dumb offer? What if I like stupid? What if I make an offer that's too high? What if I can't find a buyer? Like all of that was running around in my head. But all right, Chris Chico was this guy I bought this course from. His mutual still good friends now. But he said, make offers, right? And so I said, I couldn't get comps, right? I had no buyers. I said, I, I don't know, I'll, I'll offer you 60 I just pulled that number out of you know where, 60. She had it listed the year before for 140. I said, I'll give you 60 for it. And guess what she said? Immediately, yeah, that's fine. Great, let's do it. I was like, dang it, why didn't I make an offer for 50? <laughs> yeah, um, been <laughs> So I didn't even know what I was doing. I gave her $1,000 and I met her uh, and got the contract signed with her son there because uh, she was elderly and I didn't want to be accused of taking advantage of an elder. So her son was with her and all that. I even, I didn't know what I was doing, but I gave her $1,000 in cash for earnest money. All right, and I didn't, I didn't even take a picture of the cash. Like I had no proof that I gave her this cash. It was just her word. And it was, you normally you give your earnest money to the title company, right? But I gave her a thousand dollars cash for earnest money. And now I'm freaking out. What am I going to do? Anyway, fast forward, just I, I, the, the next day, literally, I stuck a sign in the yard and sold it. The next day, for I bought it for 63, sold it for 78 or something like that. My net take-home profit on that deal was about 13 grand after closing costs and all of that, right? All because I did what? I made an offer. Yeah. It was a ridiculous offer. Yeah. I had no idea what I was doing. I made every mistake possible. She, I even, she had to beg me to make an offer, mm-hmm. right? So you shouldn't let sellers Wait. beg you to make an offer on their house, okay? You should just yeah. be doing it. Every seller that calls you, you should be making offers. And I just you know, made an offer and she accepted it. That's the way it works. And if you don't make an offer, your competition will. Can you imagine if I just never returned her call and somebody else called her up, made an offer? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, I had my a guy in, in Huntsville, a coaching client, and he did direct mail. And he was doing a six part. So he was sending out six times. On his fourth time, a mail dropped. And he was petrified about getting a deal, like petrified. And this guy's like, well, you sent me this thing four times, so I guess you must be serious in buying it. And he's like, yeah, so he's all nervous. And I was like, look, just go make an offer, you're fine. He called me back and he's like, look, he's like, I made an offer. And he's like, I went so low, I'd like, so he wouldn't accept it because he just didn't want to get it. And he was like, and they've accepted it. He made $40,000 on his first deal. 40000 And he went 20 less than what I told him to go because he's like, I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want them to accept it. And sometimes that is what happens. But when when you see what you can do in this business, and don't forget, you, you're not, people say that you're screwing people. You're only screwing people if they're not motivated and you're getting salesy and getting them in emotional or you're doing false promises and you're doing all them things, right? A lot of the time when there's motivation, when we're talking about motivated people, your offers is solving a problem, right? We're investors. 
and we have a we that we find problems and we bring solutions to solve that problem. That's what all we're doing. And that's what you're going to learn over these two days with these offers. If you can solve the problem with a motivated seller and solve the solution, they're not worried. I can't tell you the last one that said, oh, how much are you making? They haven't. They don't care. Just get them out of the situation, get them the money they want, and let's do business. The one that is quizzing you about how many deals have you done, have you got a website, can you show me your business card, they're not motivated. When was the last time you ever did a deal with someone that was quizzing you like that? Motivated people don't have time to quiz you. They're ready to go now. Which is why I love your story so much, Gavin, when you're first getting started, is you had somebody behind you who had your back. And when, you know, when a seller asked you that question, if they did, and they rarely do, but you could just say, well, my business oh, yeah. partner and I have been doing mm -hmm. deals for a long time. You know, we've done hundreds 100%. of deals. Yeah, um, well, exactly. And I went, you know, I was different to you, Joe. You went in and bought course after course. I went straight in, seven and a half thousand into coaching. Never read a real estate book, right? I was all in. And um but it's, it's the way my personality works. I just need to learn the right way. I don't need to know 20 ways not to do it. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And I think that's how everyone needs to be. And there's so much more free education now than when I got started with YouTube and us doing lives like this. There's so much more available for people to take action on. All right, good. So 